everyone, how are you? It's a pleasure to be here again. This is Liberal Amazon, a podcast to discuss stems about Amazon. Here with me, my friend Pedro, a journalist at aliberal.com. Hi, Pedro, how are you? Hi, Cynthia, how are you? I'm fine today. And here we are again. Every week we have a different subject. In September 5th, we celebrate Amazonia Day. And Cynthia, we have been talking about some paradox about the Amazonia, and today won't be different. Yes, to celebrate this day, we will show you how wonderful and rich is this place and what is the social and economic historical problems. And we start in saying that this place is one of the most richest places in the world and we're talking about natural riches and our biome. Cynthia, could you imagine that Amazonia has almost 7,000 kilometers squares distributed in nine countries of South America? But we have the biggest part of Amazonia, 60% here in Brazil. And in this day that we celebrate Amazonia Day, we will discuss our challenge. Reconciliate development with guarantees of wealth and improve the quality of life for its populations. Here in Brazil, this part of Amazon, 60% was established in 1953 as a legal Amazon. That was the way of planning the social and economic development of the region. And we are talking about nine states where it lived more than 28 million inhabitants, 13% of the Brazilian population. But here is the challenge. Although we have all those riches, Legal Amazonia have the worthiest municipal human development index, below 0.75, a number lower than the IDHM in the rest of Brazil, which is 0.77. According to Vice President of Brazil, Hamilton Mourão, development in this century 21, especially in the Amazonia, we have to do if thinking in sustainability, preservation, using forest products, and obviously in understanding that the Amazonia, despite the vastness of territory, will never have a huge occupation. He also says that, quote, from the moment these differences are understood, we have to seek solutions. And these solutions have to be continuous, end quote. And we go forward discussing about that. Amazonia have historical development which provides feedstock, sending our natural riches for outside. In the Secretary of Environment and Sustainability of Pará, Mauro Almeida points out the Amazon, and especially Pará, suffer from a great contradiction. Pará is historically a surplus state, that is, it generates more revenues than expenses for the country and contributes decisively to its trade balance. But on the other hand, it faces a cruel statistic of the more than 5.500 municipalities through Brazil, Pará alone has eight among the 22 with the lowest human development index in the country. Before we think about development, sustainability or preservation, we need to look at these 26 million people who live in this area, just like that, trying to change this inequality. Nine million people here in Pará, we are nine million people to talk about the solution to get better lives quality for Amazonia people. Here in Pará, we have an assistant program called Renda Pará. 
have stability income transfer assistance to improve the quality of housing and encourage rural production for economically vulnerable families. But they still do not solve the problems at its the highest scale. The challenge comes up against the way Brazil sees the Amazon, starting with the Federative Pact. The Secretary of Environment and Sustainability of Pará, Mauro Aldeameida, also said, quote, Human development cannot be confused with economic growth. Not all economic growth represents social development, quality of life, the common good. The history of the last few decades in Pará shows that the environmental costs of large human interventions has not translated into local social benefits." End quote. But Pedro, we have another point to analyze. None of the large companies operating in Pará has a decision-making center within the state, and often not even in Brazil. They control operations and work fronts abroad. Our federative pact also needs to be revised. Yes, Cynthia, but here is another problem. We have a high dependence on the decisions of central power, Brasilia, to the point of legalizing impasses with the union's guarantees regarding loans with international banks, despite the fact that many have fiscal health for credit operations. The president of the Commission for the National Integration, Regional Development and the Amazonia, Sindra, the congressman Cristiano Valle, says the Amazonia have a potential to be development, maybe more than other regions in Brazil. Yes, Cynthia, and he also complimented, quote, our region is strategic in numerous aspects. In recent years, with globalization, we have increased our understanding of this. We have a unique biome on the planet. We have our rich soil, gigantic water system, which makes it possible to stimulate agriculture, livestock, energy supply and generation, and a continental territorial extension. If our legal Amazon were a country, we would be the sixth largest in the world. And here is another authority that we talk to, the ex-defense minister Aldo Rebelo, he affirms that the Amazonia cannot continue to be the richest region in terms of natural resource and biodiversity with the worth of social indicators. For him, the whole of Brazil needs to have a project for the Amazon that comprises four fundamental points. For him, Cynthia, the first is sovereignty over the Amazon. The second issue is the right of the Amazon population to development. And one of these aspects involves education, science and technology to provide the Amazon and not just for destructivism, but for the transformation industry. And I'm bringing you an example. The Amazon is already the largest cocoa producer in Brazil. Why not transform, take advantage of the Amazon brand, a strong brand in the world, to add value to what is produced and extracted from the Amazon, not only flora, fruit growing, but also in meaning. Yes, Cynthia, you are right. But now, let's talk about Amazonia projects. We have, for sure, that Amazonia needs development projects that include the people of the region. We know there is a lot of formulated interventions in the region without listening to the populations, ignoring the reality of the Amazon and which, in the end, do not generate wealth and income for our peoples. 
Yes, Pedro, and the dean of the Federal University of Pará, Manuel Turinho, says that there are not development projects for the Amazon that guarantee sustainable use of these natural resources and social development. And he complimented that, quote, We have been experimenting with initiatives that translate into large projects to generate energy and environmental assets for other regions of the country. But Torino also warns the problem is that in the region the generation of this energy and environmental assets has been done at a cost to the people of the Amazon. Quote, We need development projects that are for the Amazon, including the people of the Amazon. In other words, projects that represent an improvement in the living conditions of the region's population. And this is our reality. We have the Worth HDI Human Development Index, the Worth IDEB Basic Education Development Index, High Illiteracy. We have the highest rate of occurrence of slave labor. We have the worst rate of water supply in households and the sanitary sewage system. So, Cynthia, that's why we need more. People in the Amazon no longer accept that the region is seen only as a generator of energy and environmental assets for third parties. And the solution could be in the science contribution. It is estimated that only 20% of the Amazon's biodiversity is normal, and the science can tell us how to take advantage of this wealth without destroying it. For that, we need first to conserve this biodiversity, which has been dramatically threatened. It's as if we are culling the goose that laid the golden eggs, because precisely what can generate so many benefits and gains for us has been devastated. And I will give you, Cynthia, an example that the education can help us a lot. Anacleto Pantoja Quaresma, 45 years old, was born and raised in Igarapé-Miri, in the northeast of Pará. He, who lives off family farming, says that they created an association that aims to preserve the environment, rivers, streams and riparian forests. But it is also necessary to have more support from the government, with financing, garden projects, for example. Yes, Pedro, I know this case, and this man says more. He says that producer would like his children to be able to start and complete their studies in the community without having to go to the city in search of training, like happens today. For sure, it is very common these days. But here is another story, Cynthia. Miles from the forest of Garapemiri, sitting at the door of her house, with the imposing bay of Gajará in the background. 50 years old, Ana Claudia Beltrão lives in another reality, but agrees that she shares the same challenges as Anacleto. She says that from there, she have a livelihood that is a leisure area. At this time of the pandemic, she couldn't be out. Quote, This was our beach, this was our leisure area. Children run, play, adults play among the children. End quote, and she looks at the horizon. And Pedro, we will talk to a researcher, the anthropologist and professor at the Federal University of Pará, Jane Beltrão. She says that to talk about Amazon, it's necessary that everything be placed in the plural because of this diversity. In each corner, the people who live in this place are different, she says. Quote, 
We have a historical treatment of the Amazon that is very colonial, and in this sense, it's important to consider the original peoples because, as they say in their manifestations, they were here before of the European invasion. And the research says that the treatment given to the peoples of the Amazon over the time has always been unequal since the colonial Brazil period between the 16th and the 19th century with the arrival of the Amazon territory. The Portuguese also brought conflicts and disease that exterminated many natives. Unfortunately, this is true, Pedro. And the professor goes forward to say that the attempted is to eliminate indigenous people in the history of the Amazon. Quote, it's what we call genocide. You turn against a certain social group and from that concentrate the possibility of elimination policy. Since then, throughout periods of the region's history, whether in democracy years or not, the peoples of the Amazon have had to resist. The anthropologists who worked at the National Indian Foundation, FUNAI, during the regime explains that there were many scandals caused by death and torture of indigenous people. In many cases, were not even registered due the censorship. Even after the redemocratization of Brazil in 1988, with the new constituent and the return of direct elections, few changes in this treatment were noticed. Only in 2010, indigenous people were included in Brazil for affirmative policies. And even with the advances, many issues were left underdressed by the rulers, such as the correct demarcation of lands for the usufruct of the peoples who provisionally lived there. Yes, Cynthia, this is our people, this is Amazonia. We celebrate in September 5th Amazonia Day, but we wish that in a couple of years we have so many more things to celebrate with a real development of Amazonia and especially the development of the people of Amazonia. Yes, I hope so, Pedro. I think that's it for today. Thank you for your company, Pedro. And, uh, and you guys, don't forget to access the few content at oliberal.com. Bye-bye. Thank you, Cynthia. It was a pleasure to be here, and I see you all next week. Bye-bye.